Welcome to this episode of No Game Scheduled. If you're pro- if you're wondering why we don't have as much energy as we normally do, it's because we're inside of a beat up Buffalo Wild Wings BW3s, depending on your location. And I do not know if we're allowed to record in this place. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Matt Lansky and man who quarters a burger at a wing restaurant, Caleb Bernard. He's getting a wings today. He's getting so you got a burger when there was a wing special. Now you're getting wings when there's no wing special. You are a unicorn. But also we're joined with our first ever guest. On no game schedule, Louisville Williams. <laughs> You've probably heard him on him and Caleb's podcast, Mischievous Big Basketball Guy. Lou, how you doing today? I think I'm okay. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. What should I expect from being on no game schedule? We're going to talk a little bit about everything. All right. We're probably going to talk about the NBA playoffs. You know so much about hockey and baseball. Yeah. Right. I know a lot about hockey and baseball. Sure. Over to you, Matt. I'm just here because Yaru Saros is hurt, so I'm just here to absolutely crap on the Nashville Predators, and then I'll be all right. <laughs> Caleb, how about you? How are you doing today? The Cubs have already given up one run. They've thrown nine pitches. They've already given up one, one, one run. So. Yeah, Jose Abreu, a dog. If you've seen our Instagram, uh, well, well, this is May 4th today as we record this. This will probably be posted on Friday the 7th. Yeah, I posted a picture of our Instagram, me and Kayla. We were, we fit a brawl. Friday the 6th. Yes. It is. I skipped a date. I don't know dates. Lucas Giolito on the mound for the White Sox. We're also watching the Philadelphia Sixers versus the Miami Heat. Next to that is a direct TV loading screen. It's go- oh, it's going to hit the corner on. For a minute there, we thought we were going to have to watch Wheel of Fortune. They- this sports bar wasn't playing sports oh, for a second. Is this TV in black and white, or am I tripping? No, it's just really, really discolored. Very discolored. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can see that. I the see that. It is green. <laughs> We're watching the Trailblazers right now. It's essentially yeah. the same. But this is going to be a special episode inside this B-dubs. We joked last week that we want B-dubs to sponsor us, so we figured if we if we record inside of a B-dubs, maybe that's a little of incentive. Or we might get sued. Who knows? But we'll be in and out the rest of the evening. So, so me, me and Caleb are trying to explain Beer Snake to Lou right now. If you don't know what that is, Grandal Flow, of course. You, the Cubs, exclusively at Wrigley, they take all the beer cups and they put stack them on top of each other and they make a long thing. You find that video yet? It should be on our Instagram. Yeah. $43,000 worth of beer cups. Forty three thousand? Yeah. Yo, that's wild. They do, they do this like and they do this every game. Like every game they do it. Wow. I'll tell you, bro, Caleb, no offense. Cub fans are idiots, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all are dumb, y'all are dumb. Your 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 front office got rid of your best players. And of course it's on Marquee Network because they can't put it on Comcast. You got rid of your best players, and then you guys were like, yeah, we're going to win the World Series. Yeah, 29-year-old rookie, David Wisdom, whatever his name was. Imagine being a 29-year-old rookie. The Patrick Beverly of of MLB. Yeah, look at that. Yo, what what am I witnessing right now? Bro, this is wild. 
and then Matt, oh, AJ Polak, the short net. And then Matt has a problem, Matt. They're not playing any NHL for you right now. It's upsetting. Perfect. Thank yeah, you. Uh, can we change the middle TV? Yeah. Because yeah. the one on the left has it. Can you put the hockey game on? Anyone's fine. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Toronto. Okay. Toronto. I'd be okay with Carolina. Matt just. We just got our. We just got our appetizer. We got the sampler. We got onion rings, mozzarella sticks, nachos, and then honey barbecue, boneless wings. OG, yes, we, OG yes, we, fans. Yes, we of, eat. Yes, we eat boneless wings. Yes, OG, I know they're called chicken nuggets. <laughs> OG fans of no game scheduled. We had to get honey barbecue sauce because of John's trauma. Yeah. I'll get a. I'll get a hot. I'll get a hot wing. I'll make. I'll figure out a bet to make with Caleb within the next couple minutes here. That uh, I'll get if I win, I'll get a hot wing or not. I'm just trying to enjoy my meal though. I don't know why I gotta suffer all the time. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>
He got surplus. He got surplus of fouls. Yeah. It ain't been the same since he left those Houston strip clubs. I'm just saying. Hey. It's the Houston strip clubs, man. Is that rumor? Was that was that rumor about him bringing strippers to like the Philadelphia first practice? Was that real? Do you guys know? I don't think that was real. That wasn't real, but he does have a history of spending like 100k a night at strip clubs. So you never know. I mean, when you make 30 million dollars a year, no, not you make like 50 million a year. When you make that much money, 100,000 is like 10 dollars to you. Like it's nothing. A paycheck for him is like a meal. But there's this thing called the, there's this thing called the internet, where there's certain websites. I've never been to it myself. On oh, the Cubs of the football, I've never never been to these websites myself, so I don't I don't know you know I don't I, I have no idea when it's the, the black and orange. Um, uh, How do you know it's black and orange? So the the Tampa Bay the Maple Leaves, right? <laughs> the Tampa Bay Maple Leaves. Yeah. This is an R-rated episode of. of this is what happens when you have. This is what happens when you essentially have half mischievous, half. You the one who made it R-rated. <laughs> I just said. I just said. I just. You brought up the hub. <laughs> I did not. I just said there's websites. You know, I don't. They need to describe the logo. You know what? Hey, all I'm saying is. After Harden left those Houston strip clubs, he ain't never been the same. And it, this is what I understand about James Harden. You make $50 million a year. Is it that hard to find one woman or a couple of them? Hey, I'm just saying. Right. You make $50 million a year. I just, we're talking about Harden and how he has had different um, people, women, at uh, different, you know, multiple cities. I just want to point out how he had different teammates come to different cities and then all left those cities so he essentially just like he wanted john wall so he picked up john wall out of washington and put him over here and then moved out of washington <laughs> like he just, he just kept moving people from different cities he's had a different teammate every city like a, a different big superstar and then moved <laughs> i have never seen a man struggle more with a plate of nachos than caleb bernard just did my man took one chip it completely broke apart in his hand and then he went back for another one and he took like nine of them on one they're all interlocked and he's just looking at the nachos, confused on his life. No more nachos. Yes, no more. It's done for. So the white. So the Cubs just hit a home run. Oh, it's a, oh, it was a two-run home run. Ah, I thought it was time. So anyway, my man Caleb just screamed in the restaurant. He just screamed "buy ball!" Right. That's why. That's why no one likes Cubs fans. Well, that's why no one. I. That's why I don't like Cubs fans. Jose Abreu hit a home run in the first inning. We just high-fived. We said, hey, cool. This man's screaming. It's the third inning. Baseball's a long game. If they lose this game, you're eating the ghost pepper hot sauce when we get back to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> the, bet, the bet has been placed. Yeah. But, go ahead. Say that, say that dumb shit again. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs is America's team. Yeah, okay. Right. If anything, it's the Yankees. The Yankees are everything wrong, right? History, like, you know, corruption, the Hollywood team, Jeter, A Rod, cheating, so steroids. Because Sammy Sosa doesn't exist, right? Yeah. 
You really pulled out the Sammy Sosa. Good one. Hey, Mac. Good one. Attaboy. Sammy Sosa wasn't popping pills. God. The colors are red, white, and blue. <laughs> Is that really your only? Players. That's your only justification for what we're talking about. You will see Cubs fans in Hawaii during the like during crazy games. Well, here's a crazy idea. There's this thing called the, the Olympics. America is America's team. <laughs> Have you thought about that? <laughs> Big fella. Big fella. <laughs> if you have to pick an America's team. For the NBA, what team are you picking? I'm picking the Lakers. I'm for the Knicks. You're gonna sound me crazy. I'm going to take the Chicago Bulls. I'm serious. I'm serious. No, you gotta understand. A, a, a good majority of America's population is older than we are, and you you need to understand. You gotta understand. <laughs> Like 80% of the so you gotta understand the Jordan era. Oh, oh, into the corner. I love Luis Robert so much. God, I want to meet him. Okay, anyway, the Jordan era was so significant. Everyone knew Michael Jordan at the time. Everyone knew, and that's that's kept on. The the Bulls have just in just name value alone. Yeah, granted, they it's suck. Some crazy though. The Knicks are worth more than any other NBA team, and they haven't had a good team in 50 years. Like, a championship team in 50 years. The Knicks legitimately sell out every game at Madison Square Garden just because of the history. If the Knicks got good... Madison Square Garden? Yeah. Yeah, but they're at Madison Square Garden. They're at Madison Square Garden, eh? But I'm, basically what I'm saying is, if the Knicks won a championship, like, in the next year, you know how, you know how much merch they was... You know how... How big the Knicks are, even though they suck, or like the Lakers, even. I just want to say, my player on 2K got drafted the Knicks, and we're the best team in the NBA. So, if we put AJ at Madison Square Garden, he'd sell out. Okay, like anybody sells out Madison Square Garden. So, who's America's team baseball? -wise? Baseball wise, the Dodgers. No, it's the just Yankees. the Dodgers. It's the Yankees or the Dodgers. Okay. Number one, what they're the two. It's the Yankees. Even if you don't watch baseball, know the Yankees. Everyone knows Babe Ruth. Everyone knows Babe Ruth. It doesn't matter what your baseball knowledge is, you know the guy's name. All right. Same thing with Jeter. But less. Yeah. You say that it's got to be Yankees or Dodgers. It's the two biggest markets, the two biggest teams, the most expensive teams, which I have talked about numerous times in this podcast I hate. <laughs> but it's the Yankees or the Dodgers. If I, I talked about this with you the last time we were out here, we, we were leaving beat ups. I said this to you if the Cubs or the White Sox, either one of them are at different locations and the other one stayed, Luis Robert is, is gonna get home on that one. No, just start. If, if either the White Sox or the Cubs wouldn't be, then they would be America's team because Chicago has the most sports minded market, in my opinion. They really do, and it's the third biggest city in the country. But because you got to divide teams, you got to divide fans, you're, you're lost. My argument is, all right, the common man doesn't live in the city. They live in the middle of nowhere. Chicago, in theory, is the city that's in the middle of nowhere. As residential man of the streets, I disagree. <laughs> Let me. The common caveman. <laughs> the common man lives in the Midwest or like cornfields. 
You drive an hour out of Chicago, you're in a cornfield. The market is big enough to where you're noticeable, but small enough to not be New York or L.A. Red, white, and blue. And plus, the World Series, when they were in, almost everyone was supporting them. This dude. This dude, Matt, help me out here with this one. This dude really acting like the Cubs are the only team in the Midwest. He acting like the Royals don't exist, the Twins, the Cardinals, the Reds, the, the Pirates, the Phillies. Who else am I missing at the Central? Don't ever say the Pirates again. Yeah. <laughs> my man just really, my man really just thought the Cubs were the only team in all of Midwest. <laughs> you played yourself. Congratulations. I think I see his point. A lot of people do talk about like the Cubs religiously, and not just from Chicago. But if you're talking about America's team, it's always gonna be the Yankees. It's always gonna be like. The Lakers for basketball. It's always going to be the big market teams. Always. That's a good question. I can't believe I'm going to ask you to repeat what you just said off off recording. I think Amer- I think America's athlete, you know, most people think Michael Phelps, Serena Williams, you know. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. I, I think it's Russell Westbrook. We're going to mug this dude in the parking lot. <laughs> so we just put in our order, and these, I don't, I don't know what word to appropriately say, but I'm the only one who ordered boneless wings. Y'all y'all make me look bad. These, All these fools ordered traditional wings, and I ordered chicken nuggets, and I admit that. Right. What was your question? What do you think is the hardest sports league to win a championship in? So I have a top three. My first one, it's kind of a generalized for the first answer, just uh, soccer, because the UCL, the Champions League, is really hard to win. Um, but if you don't like that, well, there's, like, there's like a hundred leagues, right? So that's so why I kind of just generalize it. Yeah. My, pardon me, my number two is the World Cup. And the reason that that's separate the World Cup, is yeah, because yeah. it's only every four years and the same players might only get a chance three times to play it. Or if you're like, yeah. every four years, that's a 12-year career. You start when you're 18. And you end when you're about, 30. about 39, 38. That's a good, I feel like that's a good, you know. Um, my third is the NHL playoffs because hockey is so it's difficult so to win. It's also so long. It's so long. You play every other day. And you move constantly. It's it's like, so difficult. And also, also every series is a seven game series. Like you look at the you look at the MLB, right? Like the first the first series is only five games. So like you best so best of five. So you can literally play three straight games in a row, and then you get to the World Series, and then it's like you know you can play seven in a row. I me personally though, I am going to say the NBA the NBA playoffs. I'm going to say the NBA playoffs. The amount of athleticism that is required from NBA players nowadays is so insane. And then you got to do that potentially seven, seven times, right? If LeBron can make it to the championship nine times in a row, it's not that difficult. Come on. It's not that difficult. The conference LeBron played in was so garbage though. Like it was so garbage. Like, 
there was no way he wasn't going to make the finals like nine years in a row. But I think the hardest league to win a championship in is the NFL. It's one game. It's one game each. And that makes it way harder, and it's way more luck-based. That is what I was going to say. The fact that you, you only get one game. Like, you look at, like, NHL, NBA, baseball. It's like you can you can analyze the players, right? Could you could you say, like, UFC? No, there's no playoffs. Heavyweight, heavyweight championship. Well, winning the championship is pretty hard, too. Winning the championship is hard. What do you, let's go. Let's go to okay. What do you think? thing is with UFC, the owner, as long as you're up with the owner, you're like as long as you make money, as long as you bring in eyes to your product, you can you can get a lot of chances to win a championship. So you said it. I'm actually gonna say college football because the way they rank teams sometimes, you're not playing against other teams, you're playing against a, a it's like all right, you you can win fifteen games in a row and the NCAA would be like, Yeah, they're ranked twentieth in the nation. Well, you could be Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma, and they'll be no, like, you, "Yeah, you trash, you trash." No, you yeah, yeah. So Tampa, Tampa just scored. They really just hit another home run. No way. Well, that fan caught it too. Again, bro, why are you yelling? You're yelling in the restaurant. You're yelling in the restaurant. <laughs> the mic is on the other side of the table, and they picked it up, bro. Relax. <laughs> So the thing about the NCAA playoffs for football, it's not the hardest to win in the playoffs. There's only four teams. Yeah. It's the hardest to get into the playoffs. That's my thing about the NCAA playoffs. And for the thing for football, for the NFL, it's a one-and-done thing. I'll agree with that. So if you're off your game and you're a key player, you're gonna be that's going to be pretty vital to you getting to the next level. But if you're off your game and you're an offensive key player – you could still get there because it all relies. If you don't, if you score three points, come on, you'll and your the other team scores none, you'll win. As long as you're on your game on defense. So. so are you talking about? So are you talking about solely the championship game or series, or just getting to that point overall? Okay. I was gonna mention college basketball as well. You know how hard it is to actually win. That is, I think, college basketball has to be the hardest because of. Yeah, it's like you pretty much have to be completely on your game for like four, like three or four weeks, and you have to match up with the right teams. Like, and you have to be on your game, which means most teams that are like number one in the country just don't get that far because they get a bad matchup. Like, they get a terrible matchup. That's something I talked about on our March Madness episode. Those teams, like, when you're number one. Those first couple games, you are you like get conditioned to play terrible teams. Like you're number one playing a sixteen, and then you play like what is it? You either play like a an eight or yeah, you play sixteen, you play eight or a nine, and then you play like a four. So you never really play the best teams. But then there are always these like sneaky good teams that end up like eight or four. And then some teams tank on purpose. Just to get better in the playoffs. I mean, NCAA basketball is tough. Like, I don't think anybody has ever won three men's titles in a row. They, they've won back-to-back. But since UCLA in the 70s, nobody has won three NCAA championships in a row. March Madness has gotten harder because they've, they've added more teams. It wasn't always this big. I think, Caleb, look it up. Like, when was, when was the last time they expanded March Madness? It might be in our lifetime. Uh, it's not in our lifetime, no. It was definitely like 80s, dude. Because uh, NAI used to be so big that 
the NCAA champion and the NAIA champion will play each other. I think in the 50s or 60s, the NAIA champion and the NCAA basketball champion, they will play each other to see who the real national champion is. And I think they expanded the tournament like about 40 or 50 years ago. Ah. Uh, Sixty-eight. Oh, they added the. Uh, is that like the first four in and all that? But that doesn't really count. This, I mean, U- UCLA was in the play-in last year and made the final four. Like, like, come on. And the teams in the play-in are always like weird teams. They like make twelve seeds play. Like those teams don't matter that much. Like, I don't. I, I think the sixty-four team format just. I mean, St. Peter's weren't in a playing game. They just made it because they won their conference tournament, too. So, it's a tough, super tough to win an NCAA championship. Like, you just won't see it happen three times in a row. You probably won't see it happen three times in a row for a while. In women's college basketball, UConn won it like five years in a row. Didn't lose a game for five years. But that's because women's college basketball typically has weaker teams compared to men's. So, I'm going to go with either men's college basketball or NFL. Hardest to win championships. The fact that Tom Brady has seven rings is, first of all, he has a tremendous amount of luck. And second of all, like, I mean, that's really what it takes in the NFL. Just tremendous luck and your defense has to be great. You can be a terrible offensive team, but have great defense and win a Super Bowl. It makes no sense to me. Like the Rams. Rams offense. Absolutely terrible. The defense won that game. Joe Shiesty, if Joe Shiesty could play defense, the, the Rams wouldn't even been close. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the White Sox hit a home run, and I I damn near jumped over the table to punch Caleb in the face. I don't know if you can hear the overarching audio in the, in the, in the room overall. Either one, there's not a lot of Cubs, White Sox fans here, which isn't true. But no one's, like, yelling. It's just the Cubs fans. Leroy Garcia with the home run. <laughs> I just pay attention to the game, you know. Uh, you know, when they hit home runs, which don't happen often, uh, I cheer. You know, it's an instinct of mine. When good things happen, I get excited. And you know what? From now on, complete silence for the Cubs game, and I'll just I'll shut them out because if, if I celebrate, I'm in big trouble. All right, so question came up on the broadcast. Oh. What is the most Chicago-style way of eating food? The options are no ketchup on hot dog, deep dish pizza, jardinier on beef. Well, you put jardinier on the side. No one puts it on the beef. Now, they're going to make fun of me. Now, if it is a Chicago-style hot dog, no ketchup. But if it's just if I if I have the if you give me bare bones, you get a bun and a a hot dog, and you tell me you I got to customize it. Yeah, I'll put some ketchup on it. But if it's a Chicago-style hot dog, no, no way. What? Do I want? No, I think deep dish pizza is the way to is the answer on that one. First of all, it's a hate crime to put ketchup on pizza or ketchup on a hot dog. Okay, what you need to do is you need you need the onions and the mustard. No, 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 no. I will let you have your turn, but first of all, no ketchup on a hot dog is the greatest thing of all time, of all time. Why is it a hate crime? Because I hated it. (laughs) No, here's my gripe. 
Here's my grab. I'm being harassed at the table, Lou Will. Okay. So the question says, what's the most Chicago-style way of eating food? The options were no ketchup on a hot dog, deep dish pizza, jardinier on beef. Now, I said this. Chicago-style hot dog, no ketchup. But if you were to give me just a bun and a dog, I'll put some ketchup on it. I'm being harassed. Well, I would be harassed too because I do the same thing. You know, I just I only like Chicago style hot dogs. Kill me now, I don't care. I like deep dish pizza. He's losing my privileges because Chicago style hot dogs. They're they're like Chicago style hot dogs. They're basically like a buffet on a hot dog. Like you got all the vegetables, all the greens. You just you know you know you don't need. You already got tomatoes. You don't need ketchup. Okay, you're a grown man. You don't need. First of all, this is a sports talk podcast. I don't know where we get where we're talking about. So, you just said it yourself. Ketchup is a tomato, but you'll put tomato on a hot dog. At what point? In what in in the lifespan of tomatoes, where does it stop that you can put it on a hot dog? When the people at Heinz don't bastardize it and put vinegar, sugar, brown sugar. And everything in between, all right? You just need everything in there. So with that idea, you said vinegar, which is a good thing. Pickles. Pickles are cucumbers with vinegar in them. You put pickles on a Chicago hot sauce. Hot sauce. So the vinegar from the pickle will get into the tomato, right? Celery salt is part sugar. So then that gets in the tomato. So essentially, you have a ketchup on the hot dog. <laughs> you just haven't put the ingredients together yet. What's that? Okay, but pickles also don't have high fructose corn syrup in them <laughs> like ketchup does. <laughs> Can we talk about that? <laughs> like, thank you for listening to No Game Schedule. <laughs> if you want to put ketchup on a hot dog, just eat tomato soup. That's you're basically doing the same thing. You put you you have gone too far, sir. You have, tomato soup is is pure is pureed tomatoes with salt. Tomato ketchup is two pureed tomatoes with sugar. Right? Don't you can you did not just compare ketchup and soup. No, the mic's going a little bit. This is the most heated debate we've had on the show. Caleb, you don't wash your damn ass. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Because I've seen on Snapchat there was a homeless kid. No Game Scheduled is brought to you by Red Hawk Media. This episode was produced by John Maste and executively produced by Alex Nicolo. For more No Game Scheduled content, check out our Instagram at No Game Scheduled, where you can find clips of the episodes, the latest in sports news, and above all else, memes. We'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, thank you for listening.